0: absolute radio country is filled with the best sounds from nashville 24 hours a day but even we can't fit in everything you'll find a full story right here this is country music talk the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music
1: hey i'm Balin leonard welcome along to the country music talk podcast so i'm assuming you like country music uh, and if you do Then you can join me weekdays on Absolute Radio Country for the no-repeat guarantee. It's the perfect mix of the best country. It's new stuff, it's old stuff. It'll get you right through your day. And you can find us on your DAB radio right across the UK. Also on the free Absolute Radio app, or you can just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. So on this episode, I'm catching up with the brilliant Morgan Wade. I'm a little bit obsessed with her. This was backstage at Highways Festival at the Royal Albert Hall. So here we go.
0: This is the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. Backstage at Highways at the Royal
1: Albert Hall with one of our favorite artists, who it seems like probably one of the UK's favorite artists, Morgan Wade. How are you? Fine, thanks for asking. How are you?
2: Good,
1: good. Um, do you get bashful when people say accolades about you?
2: No, no. I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know what to say. I'm just like, thank you, you know.
1: Yeah, but, but that's a good Southern upbringing, you know. You're supposed right. to, yes. Yeah. Yes, you just take it. But, but, I mean, you must feel it, right, when you're in a room like that. You just came off stage yeah. at the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. You must have felt that. No,
2: that was incredible. That's such a great room. Everybody that's here is just like such great listeners, too. Yeah. So great.
1: Right. And I love that you brought lamps with you. Thanks for the
2: lighting. <laughs> yeah, I brought those all the way, all the way from the United States. Packed I them in my carry-on, and uh.
1: I know. I mean, the the amount of luggage that you get in uh, in fancy class is amazing, right? You couldn't have done that fancy a few years class. ago. <laughs> so uh, you're no stranger to the UK now. I mean, we've talked about this before. We're both small town people. Still, uh, blows my mind when I go somewhere else in the world. And for yeah. you. Uh, you have that, I would imagine, but also you have the, the double impact of like people knowing you, knowing every word to your songs, yeah. being so excited to be there for you. What is that like?
2: They knew, they know the deep cuts mm-hmm. over here, you yeah, know. We dig in, which was incredible too. Especially like the first headline run we did here, and we sold all the shows out. Yeah, and you know I didn't know what to expect, but they were like singing every word to every song right back to me. And got a lot of dedication because they will stay outside
1: for uh-huh. hours. Yes, they will.
2: A, yeah, it's incredible.
1: Yeah, people line up from like eight hours before a show. They, to and get we in.
2: got in, yeah, it was like one morning, it was like 11 a.m., mm-hmm. and they were already waiting, and the show was at like 8.
1: And does that happen anywhere else in the world where you go?
2: They do get there early, yeah, yeah, but not like that. I've never seen anything like that, so that was really cool. <laughs>
1: Yeah, even in the weather, even in the U.K. weather, they will line up. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Even since the last time we spoke, there's been so many things that that have happened to you. But looking back on the kind of the past couple of years, if I'm just thinking about kind of U.K., I mean, Hyde Park. Yeah. You know, that is such a huge, massive thing. And that was with, what, Little Big Town and the Eagles. Yes. Hello.
2: Yeah.
1: Were you a big Eagles fan growing up?
2: Yeah, I love the Eagles. And I think, was it Alison Krauss and Robert Plant played, (laughs) like, right after us. Uh Uh-huh
1: which was really awesome. Um, You know what I love about Eagles, and kind of I think you've got this in your music as well, is like a lot of people now with Eagles, like they forget they were country. Mm -hmm. You know, like people, because Eagles just became such a massive band, and they appeal to so many different types of people. that. It's easy for people to forget, A, that they started out with a country kind of foundation to them. But B, even when you listen to some of their massive crossover songs, if you have the ear for it, you can still hear that country underpinning. Yeah. And I mean, that's a little bit of your music as well. Like it appeals to so many different people. It fits in so many different categories and so many different radio stations. But it's still at the heart of it there's a country thing going on there is that fair to say
2: yeah yeah i mean anything i sing is gonna have a country (laughs) element just because of how i talk (laughs) um yeah and i and i like i like that because it's cool for me to have people that come to my shows and are like i normally don't listen to country music but i heard you and like it's such a blend of stuff so i think it's really great you know to be able to to target different audiences and I mean I listen to so many different genres myself you know yeah
1: I mean we all do right like who lives in a silo and only listens to well we probably both have an uncle that lives in a silo but you know (laughs) what I mean (laughs) <laughs> you know, people, like, listen to all kinds of things right? regardless right. Yeah, of yeah. the kind of their main musical thing. I'm assuming, as an artist, you don't really think about that. You're like, I'm just making the type of music yeah,
2: like. yeah. i want. Yeah, yeah. I've never, I mean, we didn't do that with Reckless, and we haven't done that with, you know, the next psychopath. Like, we just went in there and made a record. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh, my gosh, it has to be this. It has to sound like this. You know, when we wrote Wilder Days, I thought in my head this could be on the radio, but we didn't make it. To where, oh, my gosh, we have to do this so we hope it gets on the radio. You know, we just made the record.
1: Lord have mercy that's on the radio. I mean, that is on the radio. And and it's on all kinds of radio, right? Like, it's not just country radio. I don't know about the States, but certainly in the U.K., all kinds of radio is playing that. I mean, we, I think I told you this the other night, we were told (laughs) absolute radio country has played it more than any radio station in the world. Nice. 700, what was it, 92 times? It was (laughs) 972, but it's gone up since. 980 times we have played that. That's Um, because
2: you're playing it like 15 (laughs) times a day when you're on yours.
1: No, we have a no repeat guarantee. We don't repeat songs 9 to 5 every day and we've still managed to clock up that number of plays. So CMT Awards, let's talk about that. That was a thing.
2: That was a thing, yeah. Yeah,
1: that was a huge thing. So uh, that was an amazing performance with some amazing women. Uh, How did that come about? Tell us about those women.
2: Leslie Fram, who, who works at CMT and heads up all that stuff, she Asked if, you know, I would sing You Ought to Know with Alanis. And uh, and were you like, hmm? I was like, obviously. <laughs> but what was so crazy is I was on tour. And we had a show that day. the The awards were going on. Right. So I literally came into town in Austin, got up, got ready, went and rehearsed that morning with the girls. Went back, got ready. Came back to the the venue, did the red carpet, immediately got in the car, went and played a show that was outside. It was about 95 degrees, literally headed straight back, kind of like washed up, had to redo my hair and makeup, put on my clothes, went and performed it with them. That was the longest day I think I've ever had in my life, and somehow we, we pulled it off. Was that
1: a sink wash? Because that's, the, you, you, that's a quick turnaround, that is.
2: It was, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. because the trailer, I turned on the water in there, and it smelled like eggs. So uh, just, that, not that you wanted to know that, but yeah. It but was, I mean,
1: it's not what you're going for, really, smelling like eggs. No, that so I was like, fence. well,
2: but yeah, we, we pulled it off, and we it was great. It and Alanis is super great. She's so nice, so.
1: Uh, yeah, Ingrid Andress, Lainey Wilson, Madeline Edwards, you uh, performing You Ought to Know with Alanis Morissette. All of those performers are such individuals in what yeah, they do. right. Uh, and so do you feel like this, you know, everybody's always banging on about country music and its problems. And, right. of course, we have yeah. loads of those, but also it's good to focus on, like, country music and uh, the good things about it. Yeah. And, you know, all of those people, certainly uh, individual artists in their own right, but all seem to be fighting the good fight as well and being do you feel like as somebody who's come into the industry relatively recently like do you feel like yeah okay we're heading in the right direction here
2: yeah yeah for sure and I I think you know what me and and a a lot of people are you know especially like the newer artists everybody's kind of just like doing their own thing it's working and it's great and and I think that's what's you know really good but you know people act like that's that's a new thing but I mean look at like Loretta Lynn and, like, mm-hmm. Dolly Parton and women like that that were coming on. They were doing different stuff. Johnny Cash, like, you know, even if you go to Elvis, like, all of them were, like, changing and doing their own thing. So yeah. I think there's always, you know, seasons of change for any genre.
1: So Kit Moore's on the bill tonight, uh, on stage as we speak, as a matter of fact, and you guys have a little song. Yeah. Um, and he has said nothing but nice things about you.
2: No, he's great. And
1: and I know that you guys love him as well. He He is such a nice deep yes. sensitive soul I find every time I meet him which isn't maybe what comes across sometimes on stage I think yeah. you know because he rocks it out and then yeah. when you actually meet him and talk to him you just think what a nice lovely yeah, he's a sweetie pie, man yeah. Um, he is. He said the same thing about you as well, because I said you could kick my ass. And he was like, she's sweeter than you think. And I was like, I know she's sweet, but she could still <laughs> kick my ass because I've seen your workout videos. This is true. I'm um, not going to deny so, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so collaborations with Kip, mm-hmm. um, is collaboration something that you like doing?
2: Yeah, if it's like the right opportunity. Mm. Um, you
1: you know, must get ass loads.
2: We we have. And, and, you know, I haven't had a lot of time and I have to be kind of, I'm kind of picky Too, and I think you have to be because it might be a great song, but it's not like the right fit. Yeah, for me, and you know, especially if I'm getting asked to, you know, I get asked a lot to do songs that are like about drinking and getting hammered. I'm like, it's kind of really not my my lane. Yeah, because you're sober, right? So, but like when Kip asked me to do this song, originally it was just the video that we did, and then. I ended up going and recording on the song but I love the song and he's yeah, such a great guy so
1: yeah he's lovely yeah. Um, so more collaborations if they're right basically yeah yeah right.
2: for sure and I, I want to you know have you still
1: running. let your gut rule like all yeah. your decisions yeah. when it comes to and that and
2: I think I have to do that because if I go sing on something that's not for me it's gonna show
1: yeah absolutely are you a morning person I feel yeah. like you're a morning person I
2: am I was up at 4 this morning <sighs> I went to the gym
1: you were in the gym at 4
2: I was in there at by 4.30 there was no one in there I'm gonna do it tomorrow too because that's great some of the gyms here don't open until like nine in the morning.
1: We're light people. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, yeah, it is a little, but it gets so it gets light really early here, and I love that because it's not like that at home.
1: Well, when there is light, it okay. gets really early. You, I, I, it come in the middle of winter when you know okay. it, it doesn't get light. Well, I mean, it was like
2: maybe. five this morning, and it was the sun was coming up. It was very nice. Is
1: the fitness thing something that came along with sobriety?
2: Or was yeah, it kind, kind of, were of were you but into within it? the last. Uh, last you know like year and a half i really got into it and so now it's just i have to do it are
1: you in everyday gym yeah wow different body parts i hope you yeah yeah different
2: different different okay, body parts okay,
1: thank you um how's the puppy <laughs> dog how's sony he's
2: great 43 pounds just <laughs> really fat for <laughs> a, a french chunk. bulldog yeah yeah but he has that big chest the french bulldogs are proud of their chest mm. they're like walking around really yeah they're top heavy yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who's looking after the puppy while you're all away? All my friends
2: have him back home, and he's just running around. Doing
1: and you're it. still back home, back home, right? Like, we talked about this before because we grew up not that far away from yeah. each other, and, and you, uh, it would be very easy for you to be like, oh, I'm going to live in L.A., I'm going to live in Nashville, I'm going to, yeah. you know, you could live yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Um, and presumably, you also have to be in all those places quite a lot, espe- right. especially Nashville. Yeah. But there's something about
2: being in a small town, being home that, yeah, it's really great. I, I just I bought a house and I, I, I don't get to use it very often, but one day I will. <laughs> but it's it's nice to be able to go back there, especially like this time of year is my favorite time to be at home because it's just so pretty out mm. and would be outside. So I definitely fall. Fall is great yeah, there too when the leaves change. It's great. Yeah.
1: Uh, are, do people treat you different now back home, or is that what you love about it?
2: Um, I. D-
1: because people know right but, like, well yeah we yeah, could yeah dance around it and be like but obviously you're hugely successful you're everywhere you know you are literally hometown girl made good yeah so when you go back home are people like Ooh, Or is, are people like wow it's,
2: no it, it's it's a it is a lot of uh they're they're so supportive and it and it's great um i had to put my grandma on a limit when we played back there you know on the on this acoustic store actually like a few weeks ago we played there and My mom told my grandmother, she was like, when you get there, you can go to her green room and you stay put until the show. (laughs) She was like, because it'll always, it would be like, listen, I think such and such might not make it another year, so we really need to get them a ticket. (laughs) And it was like always something. You're like, they're 22 years old, they'll be fine. They're messaging my grandmother like constantly. And so this last time I was like, listen, I can't. (laughs) I can't do it. Can't be everybody, <laughs> yeah. and it it it's, it sucks because you know I do want to see everybody, and I can't. But it's like really important to me when I go back there to be able to sit with my family because I don't get to see them very often. Yeah, of but course. My grandfather, he's eighty nine, and he came to the show, and that was really great. Oh, that's a great he thing. Was, he was. It started. It started late, and he was. But he he made it through, and so it was really cool to be able to share that. With but that
1: you was. know, it's it's also important to to. to Know your limits as well. Like, of course, you want to, particularly in that situation, you want to keep everybody happy. You want to be yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm still the same person you knew. But at some point, you just have to be like, I, th- I can't do this. You, and that's important, you,
2: I've, I've come to realize, like, I'm going to tick somebody off no matter what, yeah. you know. And there's sometimes, you know, like, you finish a show, and I'm just tired. Like, yeah. I'm tired, like, you know. I'm tired when I wake up. Yeah, <laughs> I right? finishing a show. So, it's like, sometimes, you know, no, I'm not going to be around yeah to, to hang out and do stuff and, and plus like my routine when I'm done playing a show I go to the bus you mm. know and I try to just like decompress and like lay down and if I'm up too late I want to snack or you know do sure. all that stuff and, and I'm you just gotta like, be up at four to the, I gotta to be the up at four that's been the hard part being on the road on the bus you don't get into town until later mm. so it's been good for my like OCD of getting up early I have right. to sleep a little
1: later and Psychopath, just before I let you go. Uh, is yeah. Is this, even before I heard the song, I was like, oh, is this a reclaiming of the word?
2: No one's asked me that yet. That's a good I mean, question. You know, I, I
1: think about it because, you know, th- there's loads of different kind of words or slurs or just uh, yeah. not even slurs, but words that people use as a weapon against right. somebody, right? Yeah. Loads of people and loads yeah. of groups have reclaimed those words for their own. Yeah, so I, I mean, wondered that. I
2: could see it as a way, you know, when I talked about reckless is it was like you can be reckless in a good way, yeah. too, I feel like. Yeah. And, you know, I think you could probably be a psychopath in a in a good way as far as, like, you know, me getting up early like that, people were like, you're a psycho. You know, doing stuff like that, and I, I think from a creative perspective, sometimes it's good to be a little chaotic, a little psychotic, maybe. Yeah, out of chaos but comes some great art, usually. Yeah, you see? yeah, but, yeah, I mean, I was just like, I wrote that song, and I was like, what a great... Now, you're going to read that title and you're not going to think that's a love song. Yeah, you no, know, you yeah. don't think that when you look at it. I wouldn't. But I was also like, if I saw a song called Psychopath, I would click on it. I don't know what that says about me, but yeah. I'm like, I would listen to that. <laughs> no,
1: I, I, I listened to it several times. So <laughs> it's great. Congratulations Thanks. on that. Uh, I know, you, you know, you just finished here. When you coming back? That's what everybody wants to know I always. Know. When you coming back?
2: I know. We're working on it. I'm not allowed to say. All right.
1: Oh, okay. So we know, but we're not allowed to say.
2: Yes. I'll be back. (laughs)
1: Okay. Okay, good. We have confirmation. She'll be back. She'll tell me off air. I'll tell you later. Thanks, Morgan Wade. Yeah,
0: thank you. The Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music.
1: Thanks so much for listening to the Country Music Talk podcast backstage at Highways at the Royal Albert Hall. Now while you're here, make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already and that way you'll never miss any of the biggest guests in country music and I will see you
0: on the next one. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters. And we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK. Or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country.